1: Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot power generators. So go to four, that's the number four, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to four slash Ben. That's the number four, patriots.com slash Ben. Finally, some bad news for Dr. Fauci. A federal judge has now ordered Fauci and the White House to testify on COVID-19 and big tech collusion. This is Dr. Fauci is trying to exit from his big career, telling you what you can and cannot do in your life. Dr. Fauci will make more money than any other government official this year and has for quite some time. He will also get a massive pension for the rest of his life from the government, and Dr. Fauci has made a lot of money during the time of COVID, in fact, getting rich. We now have been told from some of his, quote, investments. Dr. Fauci and other White House officials now have been told they must testify under oath in a lawsuit alleging the Biden administration colluded with Facebook and Twitter to suppress free speech regarding coronavirus, a federal court ordered on Friday. The Missouri Attorney General Eric Schmidt and Louisiana Attorney General Jeff Landry sued the Biden administration back in May, arguing that the White House, and especially Dr. Fauci, as the chief medical advisor to the president, we're essentially making Facebook and Twitter arms of the Biden administration, suppressing content that criticized lockdowns, suppressing content that criticized mass mandates, and suppressing content that criticized vaccine mandates and all other related stories. The case argued that under Norwood v. Harrison, and other Supreme Court precedents, the government cannot use a private company to do something that the Constitution doesn't allow the government to do directly, quote unquote. All right, but first I got to tell you uh, about an amazing product that you're going to love. It is the loudest truly portable, waterproof, Bluetooth speaker on the market. Now, if you're looking for a gift for any man in your life, they will freak out. If you're thinking about Christmas in advance, I promise you, any dude in your life will freak out, or any person that loves to be outdoors. Women love this as well, because they can take it with them anywhere and listen to music. Uh, It is the loudest, truly waterproof, and ultra-long battery life portable speaker. You can also customize it with collegiate color combinations. You can mix and match the color box with a custom handle to create your team's colors. Now, this is the perfect gift for somebody that loves to hunt or tailgate. Uh, This is for someone that likes to go fishing. If you like to do anything outdoors, even just hang out on the back patio, it is the perfect sound system you can take anywhere, and it's the perfect gift. So, If you want the ultimate speaker when you're outdoors, go to TurtleBoxAudio.com. That's TurtleBoxAudio.com. You are going to get a special discount code. If you use the code BEN, you'll get $20 off and free shipping. So check it out. TurtleBoxAudio.com. Use promo code BEN for free shipping and $20 off. So Missouri... And Louisiana teamed up. They sued and they argued that the Biden administration is suppressing free speech about coronavirus and by attempting to do so by colluding with big tech firms. The tech giants. They then argued that basically the tech giants, big tech, became part of the government. And as such, such they must all abide by the First Amendment. The case, which was filed in the Western District of Louisiana, assigned to Judge Terry Dottie and a guy who was appointed by Donald Trump, that obviously irked the left. Now, Schmidt and Landry, the two AGs, have aggressively pursued both the White House and the big tech giant seeking a preliminary injunction. On October the 21st, the judge granted a request for discovery by the two attorney generals ordering Fauci, former White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki, and the Surgeon General, as well as others, to sit under oath for up to seven hours each answering potentially hundreds of questions about all internal communications in the Biden administration and the official communications with Facebook and Twitter as well, directly related to COVID-19. The case in Missouri is also one that legal experts are saying could have huge precedent for holding private companies accountable when they clearly start selling what government officials want them to sell. In other words, they're not acting as journalists anymore. They're acting as an arm of the government. Now, Dr. Fauci has been out there trying to rewrite history recently. Dr. Fauci has been out there trying to claim that he never said no to the school closures, right? That anything that had to do with school closures... During the pandemic was not his deal. While also claiming that schools need to do more in the next pandemic, to make sure that kids have more masks and most importantly, he says have more kids vaccinated.
2: Was it a mistake in so many states and so many localities uh, to see schools closed as long as they were?
3: I think in some case, I I don't want to use the word mistake, John, because if I do, it gets taken out of the context. That you're asking me the question on too high a price. Yeah, I would say that what we should realize and have realized that there will be deleterious collateral consequences when you do something like that. This idea that this virus doesn't afflict children is not so it does. We've lost close to 1500 kids so far. But much less than the older
4: population, obviously. Oh, of course.
3: But you shouldn't discount that it does afflict children. So it isn't without consequences. If you go back, and I ask anybody to go back over the number of times that I've said we've got to do everything we can to keep the schools open, no one plays that clip. They always come back and say Fauci was responsible for closing schools i had nothing yeah. to do i mean you let's get down to the facts you're, you're not the head of a uh, school board exactly
2: but, but, but a lot of schools were were closed a lot of there was a lot of remote learning right and it went on for, for in some in some jurisdictions for the better part of two years right exactly and we've seen the impact we've seen what's happened
3: in terms of lower reading scores lower Absolutely. math scores i mean exactly. who knows the psychological impact right. i mean it was a steep cost it was the most important thing is to protect the children so is
2: there a lesson here future pandemics That one thing is is, is more of a focus on that, is how can we protect the kids and get them back to school?
3: Exactly. Do both. And the way you do that, you get the people who interact with the children to be vaccinated and masked. You provide ventilation in the schools. You try to keep them in the schools safely. The most important thing is to protect the children.
1: The most important thing is that you protect the children. So he's the guy that shut down the schools, but then he says he wasn't the guy. Then he says, I don't want to say that there was a mistake made here because then it'll be taken out of context that we paid too great of a price. And then he says, but if the kids do go back to school and everything's okay, we still need to make sure that they have better masks in the future and they're vaccinated. This is the obsession by the left to vaccinate your children no matter what. Now what Dr. Fauci doesn't realize is he's now going to be ordered to testify on COVID-19 and how they colluded with big tech to silence people. There were many of you that are listening to me right now. You probably experienced what I did. If you put up anything that was questioning anything at all with COVID-19, it was immediately mis- labeled as misinformation, right? Or missing context or false information. It was obvious that big tech was being told by Washington, by the White House, that you better take everything down that people put up there that questions anything that we're doing. If you brought up questions or put up data or you put up information about COVID-19 with children, they would say it was missing context, so then it wouldn't reach anybody. They would put up their misinformation, right? These are all the things they would put up there. Let's be clear. U.S. government had countermeasures injury programs have not yet compensated. COVID-19 vaccine injured people who filed claims were also being told. While the United States does not have a vaccine injury compensation program, many Americans have filed claims after being injured by the experimental COVID-19 vaccines, have not received compensation, and many were denied for not meeting the, quote, standards, they now say, of proof. In other words, you only put up on social media what we approve. And if you don't put up what we tell you to approve, if you don't put up and tell it right, if you don't do what we tell you to do and give your kid these vaccines, then we're going to come after you with everything the government has. I want to tell you about our good friends over at Patriot Mobile. If you are ready to have an impact every time that you use your phone, and I'm talking about having an impact by supporting First and Second Amendment rights, supporting the rights of the unborn, and fighting back every time you make a phone call, you need to know about Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile is America's only conservative Christian mobile phone provider. And they are using your phone bill when you pay it every month to actually fight for conservative causes while saving you money. Now, this isn't any extra add-on to your bill. They take a portion of your bill every month, and they give it back to fund conservative causes in Canada to believe in the sanctity of life, freedom of speech, and the Second Amendment, and they are winning. Patriot Mobile has now been attacked by the big media. Big tech is now coming after them, and that's why I want you to support them. If you want an affordable plan and you want to get the same great coverage you have right now, switch to Patriot Mobile. You're going to save money, and they use the same exact towers you're using right now. It's an affordable plan for you and your family or even your business or small business. They offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers because they use the same towers. If you haven't found out about Patriot Mobile, check them out. PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson, or call them 972-PATRIOT. You'll get free activation with the offer code FERGUSON. 972-PATRIOT. Check them
0: out.
1: You know, these vaccines and the obsession with vaccines for kids is something that the left, I think, is going to try to turn into an election issue. They know they're down the polls and they know they got to figure out a way to come back. And they know now. That with this judge ordering the Dr. Fauci and the White House to testify on COVID-19 and their big tech collusion, they've got to figure out a way to change the narrative. How do you change that narrative? Right. That's the real question. How do you change it? Well, they're going to figure out a way and that's going to be telling you that they're just trying to save your kids lives. They're going to tell you this is all about your kids futures. This is about telling you that if you don't get your kids vaccinated, that you don't care about your kids and you actually want your children to die. Now, Dr. Marty Mackery came out on Fox talking about the CDC and the fact that CDC unanimously voted to adding the vaccine, COVID vaccine, to the kids' vaccine schedule. Now, this was a unanimous vote, which also tells you just how screwy the CDC actually is. I want you to hear what he had to say about this on Fox and listen carefully. Fox News alert
2: here and more on the CDC voting a short time ago to add the COVID shot to the list of necessary childhood vaccines. But some doctors pushing back on the move, arguing that there is no data to back up the use of COVID boosters for kids. Let's bring in Dr. Marty McCary, medical professor at Johns Hopkins University and a Fox News contributor. So this decision by the CDC, Doc, is not binding though as we saw during the pandemic there were a lot of states that were very quick to adopt cdc recommendations you got a lot of thoughts about this what do you think
4: well we saw the same thing with school policy the cdc argued they didn't close schools they just sent out the guidance but of course local authorities often will blindly follow whatever the cdc does and if the cdc uh, is truly putting this on the vaccination schedule as they just voted to do this will be the first ever vaccine where there's no evidence to, sh- to show a reduction in disease in the community. So that's not a very good milestone. It threatens the credibility of MMR and polio and many of the other vaccines for which it's taken 50 years to build public trust. Yeah, you know, Dr.
2: Vinay Prasad at the University of California at San Francisco echoed. Well, you just said, saying that adding COVID could shake public confidence overall in childhood vaccines. He he tweeted out, quote, it will be a catastrophic error if they add it. They will do more in a single day to erode routine vaccination than 25 years of a devoted irrational movement. That would be the anti-vax movement. You have to have perspective as a scientist. MMR shots are more important than COVID-19 shots for kids. Incompetence, he wrote. Do you believe that this could have a lot of parents saying, well, listen, we don't know a whole lot about this COVID test or this COVID vaccine or booster, so why should we get any vaccines?
4: Well, I, that's a concern. I mean, right now, parents are asking, where is the clinical data to support this vaccine in young, healthy children? For the new Omicron vaccine, which is the current vaccine that is being recommended, the human trials were never made public. Instead, Pfizer gave a and Moderna top-line Uh, announcement in a press release. And the underlying data is top secret. And Dr. Califf at the FDA and Dr. Jha at the White House and Dr. Rochelle Walensky, shame on them. That data should be public information. Why is it top secret? Many of us believe because it's similar to the baby vaccine data. It was not favorable. It showed no clinical benefit. Uh, So 94% of Americans have said no to this new Omicron vaccine because the clinical trial data is not public
1: you got to wonder, why would they not make this public, right? And I think this doctor's right in what he's saying. He's saying it's not right, right? This, this doctor's saying they know there's something in there that they don't want you to see. There's something in there that they want you to look the other way on, and they want to mandate this. Now, why? Why would they want to mandate this? I think it's actually really, really, really clear why. Money. Follow the money, and they want to dictate to you. They want to force you into submission. They want you to have no control and no power over your children. They want you to sit there and beg them for any basic parental rights. They wanna come in and say you can't tell your kid that they're one sex or the other. You must go with whatever they say. The schools should be able to indoctrinate your kids in the LGBTQIA agenda. You shouldn't be able to have influence over the books in your kid's school. You shouldn't be able to have an influence over the vaccines or what vaccines that your kids actually are given. And it doesn't matter what the data says. It doesn't matter if kids are more likely to die from the flu than COVID-19, right? Without a vaccine, never forget that. They want to dictate to you because this is about hundreds of billions of dollars in profits. And ultimately, what it's really about is control over your life that's what this is really about that's what this doctor is saying on fox this is about them telling you what you can and cannot do with your own children well we heard from
2: the 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 president and and his white house follow the science follow the science follow the science we heard that from anthony fauci follow the science is is the white house is the fda is the cdc following the science here or are they just blindly pushing out these recommendations
4: Well, there's this sort of indiscriminate vaccine enthusiasm where all vaccines are good. And the reality is the risk-benefit ratio changes by age. And when you talk about young, healthy people, especially young, healthy men, you've got basically a risk of myocarditis of 1 in 5,000 to 1 in 10,000 people who get it. And when you're talking about 50 million children, John, you're talking about thousands of kids that could be dealing with myocarditis. And the Israeli study in the New England Journal of Medicine said that at One out of the 283 cases they studied demonstrated um, an ICU stay and a subsequent death. So there will be unintended harm from a broad adoption without showing clinical benefit.
2: All right, Dr. Marty McCary, we will keep watching this as the weeks and months unfold. Thanks for joining us with your opinion. Appreciate
1: it. You listen to this doctor and he's saying we don't have the data. They should have never done this. This is a kangaroo court. The CDC, you don't keep your job right there. You don't get to be uh, in this conversation unless you are a a sicko fan of the COVID-19 vaccine. That's why it was unanimous, because of that reason. So I want to get back uh, to something I mentioned a moment ago, and that was my conversation Uh, that I had with U.S. Senator Ted Cruz. And this was all about kids and and, and choice here. And there was an interesting conversation, obviously, that the media has been having. And I would say maybe an interesting spin. And part of that spin was with Jake Tapper on CNN. I want you to listen to this and then what the senator had to say in response. I have to say I'm surprised that there hasn't been a national conversation about the damage done to kids because of these school
2: closures and the virtual learning and everything, because, I mean, I'm not saying it, there should be a national do-over, but we can't just pretend that fifth graders who are now seventh graders, that that didn't happen, you know? Like, I feel like there should be, and not,
1: not with a blame game, look, it happened, people did it, it was criticized, the school closures, the virtual learning, et cetera, but here we are. Um, there needs to be yeah, like, a, I mean, like a bipartisan movement, you know? I love that he calls it bipartisan center because he says, well, I don't want to get in the blame game. Uh, of course you don't, because we know who closed down the schools. It was the teachers' unions... It was the public administrators and the private schools that that had to keep running their schools like a business and made the right decision, which was the kids' the rate of infection is low. Even if you get it, that the health conditions are not as near as life-threatening as adults. They did the right thing. And the public schools said, nope, we're going to go virtual. We demand all this federal government money. Every kid's going to get a free computer, a laptop, whatever, free Internet. And it was a disaster. And if you know anyone that was teaching the public school systems they were telling you in real time it was a disaster and yet now they say well shouldn't this be a bipartisan issue or they all agree we shouldn't have done this republicans were never in favor of this senator
5: well that's certainly true but, but let me say jake tapper uh is being so dishonest and hypocritical there that 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 clip infuriates me as well i, I know jake very well I've, I've been interviewed by him many many times Jake is a very smart guy, and he used to be a journalist. He, he's one of the, the, the few people in the corrupt corporate media who, who actually had a journalistic bone in his body. He cared about being a journalist. And, and when Donald Trump became president, it shattered Jake into a million different pe- little pieces. And he's no longer a journalist. He, he, is, he, he has these occasional pangs, but but his role for the last six years is to be a dishonest and lying partisan hack, a propagandist. So – when Democrats were shutting down schools, and let's be clear, it was Democrats and only Democrats that shut down schools across the country for a year or more. Republicans did not. It was only Democrats who did so. They did so, as you noted, at the behest of the teachers union. The teachers union bosses, Randy Weingarten, is directly responsible for this, the head of one of the biggest teachers unions. She was urging, among other things, the, the Biden administration to keep this, the, the schools shut down. And not only that, Democrats in Congress, every single Democrat in Congress supported the school shutdowns. I forced vote after vote on the Senate floor to reopen the schools. Uh, In the middle of COVID, uh, I forced a vote on the Senate floor with the the first big so-called COVID relief bill from the Biden administration. They were giving tens of billions of dollars to schools. And I introduced an amendment. I said, "Okay, I'll tell you what. Um, if you're a school, you can get all of this new money that is just being showered upon you with one requirement that you actually be open and teaching students in person. If you're teaching them in person, all this money is yours. Go have a party. You got all this money. The Democrats are in power. But if you're not open, if you have shut down the schools, if you are not teaching in person at the time we were voting, there were more, there, there were 50% of the kids in America were not in in in-person school five days a week. I said, if you're not open, you still get all the money you got yesterday. You get all the billions of dollars you got before. But the new money, we're not going to pay you extra money if you're not doing the damn job you're supposed to be doing. Instead, the new billions of dollars will go to a scholarship to the child, $10,000 per child. So if you shut your school down, That child can go somewhere else and actually get an education. Ben, every single Democrat voted no. It was a party line vote. It failed by one vote. I went, I'll tell you, I went and begged Joe Manchin. Joe Manchin, back in 2017, briefly voted with me on my legislation, expanding College 529 savings plans to K-12 through education. It was the most far-reaching federal school choice legislation that has ever passed. Manchin voted with me for five minutes until Schumer yelled at him and he flipped his vote. I went and asked Joe. I said, Joe, you know this is the right thing to do. Every single Democrat voted no. They are all responsible for the school shutdowns. And let me tell you what the – you mentioned the test scores. I want to explain that a little bit. So every year there's a test done by by a group that is called NAEP, and it's the National Association of Educational Progress. And it does national tests on reading and math. September 1st, they released the NAEP scores for fourth graders. The NAEP scores showed an average decline of five points in reading and seven points in math for fourth graders, for nine-year-olds, compared to 2020. That was the largest decline in reading scores since 1990 and the first ever decline in math scores uh, for fourth graders. That was the result of the Democrat shutdowns. Not only that. The racial divide. Unfortunately, we have a divide where African American students and Hispanic students don't perform as well on these tests as white students, and and obviously a lot of time and energy has been spent uh, into trying to correct that racial divide. Well, guess what? The racial divide grew bigger under the Democrat shutdowns. In particular, mass scores for Black students declined thirteen points. Mass scores for Hispanic students declined eight points, and mass scores. For white students, declined five points. So, the effect of the Democrats was to hurt kids across the country, but especially hurt low income and minority kids. And for Jake to say, I'm surprised no one is having a conversation. I and many others were screaming on the Senate floor, were forcing votes on the Senate floor. And you know what Jake didn't do? He never covered the vote on the Senate floor. It wasn't news, according to CNN.
1: But Jake didn't even look at all the parents in real time when the school closures were carrying on that were talking about how far behind their kids yep. had had gotten, that they were saying it was clear they were behind. They were worried that their kids are going to be socially promoted. There were parents that were saying, I know my kid is not at the level where they should be graduating the grade that they just said they graduated with B's or A's. They were saying this is a fraud. This is a fraud. I referred to it as a for- form of child abuse. When you set a kid up for failure, right? It, it, It this to me I called it the educational Ponzi scheme in this country center because you're taking money, you're claiming you're doing something with the kids and you're not giving them what they paid for, what the money was yeah. intended to pay for. That, to me, is a Ponzi scheme. And, it's and, and the worst kind because these kids are going to graduate and they're going go to go into society and they're going to realize they're not at a 12th grade level. They're at a 10th grade or a 9th grade level at that point in time. Look, that, that's exactly right. And
5: And by the way, this is not just a problem that happened in the past. This is a problem that is happening right now today. So the D.C. public schools have imposed a covid vaccine mandate. They've announced they're going to throw out of school any student that doesn't have a covid vaccine. It's supposed to go into effect in January. Uh, Let me give you some stats that show you just how idiotic this vaccine mandate is. The D.C. public schools, roughly 80 percent of the kids have received the covid vaccine. That means for those of you doing math, although after after the last two years, doing math is harder for people. That means 20 percent of the students have not had the covid vaccine. Now, let's look on racial lines because it's even more exacerbated when you look on racial lines in the D.C. public schools. Roughly 60 percent of the students have received the covid vaccine. That means 40 percent of the black students have not receive the covid vaccine just a couple of months ago i forced a vote on the senate floor and i stood up and said we should block this vaccine mandate why because it's idiotic to throw out of school 40 percent of the black kids in the district of columbia and i stood on the senate floor and i argued for the amendment and i forced an amendment and ben every single democrat voted no all of them every one of them Raphael Warnock in Georgia voted to throw 40% of the black kids out of D.C. public schools. And by the way, this is not some abstract point. Let's say you're a 13-, 14-, 15-year-old kid the D.C. public schools. If they throw you out, if they make you a, a school dropout involuntarily, the chances skyrocket that you go down a road of crime, of substance abuse, of violence, of incarceration and you have a very good chance of early death it is cruel i i cannot imagine i I gotta tell you i i literally was looking at my colleagues and 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 wondering like what in the hell is going through your mind when you cast a vote to throw 40 percent of the black kids out of the dc public schools and you know what jake tapper didn't do he didn't cover it. He didn't discuss it. He's never asked one Democrat, not a single Democrat. He has Democrats on a show every week. He's never asked one of them. Why'd you vote to th- throw 40 percent of the black kids out of the D.C. public schools? It, th- that's what's amazing for T- Tapper to say, I'm surprised there's not a conversation about this. There has been a conversation all across America. There's just not a conversation on CNN well, because CNN is not a journalistic outlet. It is, it, it is a pure propaganda tool for the hard left. And so just because Jake ain't talking about it, that is a choice trying to silence and ignore the real
1: conversation
5: that was happening and should have been happening on CNN.
1: Now, before I get into more of this story, I want to say thank you and tell you about our good friends at Legacy Precious Metals. Without them, the show wouldn't be possible. And if you have not looked at gold and silver as a way to protect your hard-earned dollars against what's happening on Wall Street with inflation, It's time for you to call them and get the free investor's guide. Why? Because so many around the world are now using gold and silver, and historically they have for decades as a protection, a hedge against inflation, which is exactly what we're dealing with right now. If you're terrified to look at your retirement account, your 401k statement because of what's happening on Wall Street, that's all the more reason why you should call and get the investor's guide in gold and silver. Protect your hard-earned money and diversify. Call them and get the free investor's guide from Legacy Precious Metals. one 751 2218 one 751 2218 or online at LegacyPMInvestments.com. You know the point the senator was making there, saying they're just trying to silence parents. They're trying to take you out of the conversation of what's happening with your kids. They're trying to make sure that you can't say anything about your kids. There's nothing that you can say, and that they own your kids. If they tell you that you've got to get your kids, get your kids vaccinated. That you're going to do it because otherwise you'll have no choice somewhere to put your kid in school. That's why the CDC has absolutely decided to add. This to the vaccination schedule, their quote recommendation. Tucker Carlson, by the way, earlier this week, he had a very interesting monologue about this. The day before the CDC was going to vote to do this. So you may hear him reference, you know, there's a story that no one's talking about. The CDC is about to vote when we now know that vote was unanimous. And the point he was making is spot on. So here's an amazing story that's been effectively buried. This week, the CDC's Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices
2: is expected to add the COVID-19 vax to the list of required childhood vaccines. If this happens, your children will not be able to attend school without taking the COVID shot. Now, the problem is there is no medical basis for this decision whatsoever. Even the CEO of Moderna has just admitted that most people do not need the booster. In fact, in this country, it's like 4% of adults have gotten the booster because they know now. We're quoting. It's going to be similar to the flu, he said. So what is this exactly? Dr. Marty McCarry's is a man we trust. He's a professor at Johns Hopkins University. He joins us tonight to assess. Doctor, thanks so much for
4: coming on. Is it an overstatement to say there's really no medical justification for this? Well, there's certainly no clinical data. They've got data from eight mice on the Omicron vaccine in young people. And the child vaccine story is essentially a story of bypassing clinical data, which is why many of us are asking, why even have an FDA? Why do we even do clinical trials? Right now, we've got pharma saying, hey, we did a study, we're going to give you the top line of the press release, we're going to call the White House, and the White House then calls the FDA and the CDC and tells them to get in line. They bought 170 million doses of this new Omicron vaccine. There has never been a vaccine added to the child immunization schedule without solid clinical evidence that it reduces disease significantly in the community. The COVID vaccine in children will be the first. It will be added with no clinical data. And many of us that are saying, hey, let's see the data, we're basically told, stop asking questions. Dr. Ja, who's the chief COVID advisor at the White House, has said he has seen the data but it's not public information. What are they hiding? Why can't we see this information? Instead, we're basically seeing this intense paternalism to really just do what we say and stop asking questions. And the CDC's committee that's voting, I mean, that is essentially a kangaroo court. You have to be an official card-carrying vaccine fanatic to be on that committee. If you're not then basically they're not gonna accept people who think that some vaccines are important and others lack the evidence to support broad distribution. Remember, one in 5,000 vaccine doses results in a severe adverse event, according to data from overseas, from Germany, because we don't fund that research in the US. And in Israel, they took 283 people who got myocarditis from the vaccine. One of them died, two were in the ICU. So if thousands of people are going to get myocarditis from this indiscriminate vaccination in young, healthy people, we're going to see some unintended harm. And my concern is that some schools may blindly accept this. So if the CDC decides to go ahead and put this on the routine vaccine schedule, it'll be up to states. And that's where I think parents have a right to say, let's see some clinical data before we force this as a requirement for school.
1: Before we require this for your kid to go to school, school choice is so important for this reason. You having the ability to say, see ya, is so important for this reason. These radicals on the left believe that the, 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 number one, okay, They believe that your children are not actually yours. They don't believe that you should have any say-so over your children. They don't believe that you should have any say-so about what happens to your children medically any longer. They used to call you, right, for basic things. Not anymore. They used to say that a parent... You couldn't give a kid Tylenol, right, without getting a parent's permission. Not anymore. Everything has changed now. Your kids are not your kids. Your kids, you do not get to decide what goes into their bodies. That's what they're saying. Make sure you grab our podcast with all this in it, okay, please, Share it with your family and friends. This is why I say it's so important to download our our podcast, auto subscribe to our podcast. Make sure that you do that.
0: More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia
3: He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael.